this is Linda Vetris Nichols, and I have the most amazing woman with me, Jennifer Beats. Welcome, Jennifer. Hi, Linda. Happy to be here with you today. So great to have you. Love yourself. Oh, yeah. I, it took me a long time before I um, even realized that I wasn't loving myself, right? Getting through um, actually a 33-year starter marriage with two kids. And, uh, and when I did come together with my now husband, Terry Earthwind Nichols, um, I thought I had like arrived at loving myself and I hadn't. So I had even more inner work to do. So what do you have to say about love yourself, Jennifer? Thank you, Linda. This is a great question. I recognized through my whole transformation that I was so busy loving everyone else that I forgot about myself. Mm. And being a mother, and at the time I was in a marriage that, um, so being a wife and also working, I was being pulled in different directions and I wasn't paying attention to the directions. Okay. I was just going where I was going. Yep. And I was living in a stressful environment. Um, I was all, we're all constantly around change. And it wasn't until I got off of that roller coaster, if you will, okay. and started to get quiet. And the way that I chose to do that is through a meditation practice. Okay. And the more quiet I became, the more I heard myself. And the ah. more I heard myself, the more I recognized how I wasn't meeting my own needs. Okay. And actually, Linda, I was expecting other people to meet my needs. And well, worse you, you were meeting everybody else's, so they might as well meet yours, right? <laughs> right. However, what I also wasn't doing is I wasn't expressing myself okay. in a way that others could meet those needs for me. Mm -hmm. Good point. Mm -hmm. It was through my own, uh, you know, self-discovery yeah. of recognizing that I can fill up my own cup. Mm-hmm. I yeah. For myself. Mm, absolutely. I can recognize what my needs are and then I can take action to fill those needs. And when I started to do that, my whole world started to expand. Oh, I started to feel this abundance. Right. For life and for love and for myself. Mm -hmm. Total compassion for self for a change, right? Because you're a very compassionate person, so you had that one, you know, like but when it came and when it came to yourself, not so much, right? Right. It was a gift to turn it on myself mm -hmm. and to learn how to let go of the negative way that I was talking to myself, right? And embrace the positive and loving, caring, like you said, Linda, compassionate ways. Yeah. Speak to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the more I started to pour on the love to myself, mm -hmm. not only did I feel loved, I also would, I could give love away uh, to others without yes. feeling resentful, without right? guilt, without any shame. I started to, to turn that compassion towards myself. 
And the more I started to fill up my own cup, the more that I could give away love to others without depleting my own energy and my mm. own love for myself. That's so great. It's Which so was important. A, Right. It was a big change from who I used to be. I used to freely give to everyone else and not myself. Okay. And now I've turned that around where I give to myself so that mm -hmm. I can freely give to others. Woot woot. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so love yourself. It's about connect, right? Connect with like yourself initially, right? So that you can be grounded and filled and have enough in your cup that you're actually overflowing right so you can have the compassion and be able to feel even like connecting with others right right and i feel that a lot of times we don't really get those messages a lot of times we are told to or maybe some of the messages that I received was, was to look after others first. Mm -hmm. And I certainly for a female, <laughs> I have people pleasing tendencies. And so there is a balancing act to giving to others and giving to yourself. Right. And I think I had it backwards for a while <laughs> and I was, I was feeling depleted. Yeah. And now I recognize, I feel like I was saying, I feel an abundance of love. And, and it all started with how I was treating myself. Mm-hmm. Very mm. cool. Okay. So when it comes to love yourself and all knowledge is within, what was some of that knowledge that you were able to tap into that you realized were inside? You know, I'm just real quick. In the Wizard of Oz, the um, yellow brick road is in the shape of the antispiral, and the antispiral looks like kind of like a letter C in the center, kind of depending on where you turn it, but you'll, you can get it to look like a letter C. And it's the, um, it's the, the oldest, most ancient peace symbol in the world, is my understanding. And it actually, in Native America, it means the coming together of the people of mother earth so it's like the the going in not the going out the spiral was used to um you know put on a tree or under a rock and the end of it was like we're going we went that away you know so the hunters or the warriors would go look for the spiral and know which direction the tribe left in the antispiral is the going in and i just think it's so cool that it's an antispiral the yellow brick road you know and it's like dorothy you know you knew it all along right isn't that fun right. yeah yes. so how about your little antispiral journey like dorothy right <laughs> right and i think for me linda ties into that people pleasing too and for me i was constantly adapting to meet other people's needs right and not and not recognizing my worth, mm -hmm. not recognizing my value, mm -hmm. therefore looking outside for that validation and that right. acceptance until the light went on for me. And as I was saying earlier, as I started to fill up my own cup and turn that self-love and that self-care on myself, yeah. all of a sudden my answers started to bubble up. Mm. All of a sudden, my voice would speak words that never used to come out of me. 
And so I just found through my journey that it wasn't about going outside and looking for the answers. It was actually about slowing down, mm -hmm. pausing long enough to reflect. Mm. And it is yeah. through that reflective process that I started to hear my voice and my voice became my, my guide. Mm -hmm. And I started to trust my, I started to build trust with myself. And all of a sudden my intuition was leading me and guiding me. And I started to listen to it. Nice. And I started to take steps I had never taken before. Mm -hmm. And I think a big part of that is because of all the noise that was going on in my mind. Right. I, think, I think for all of us, our intuition is constantly giving us uh, reminders mm -hmm. and it's up to us if we choose to listen to those. I love it. Brilliant. And you are really good at um, like with the inflection in your voice, not just your words, but I've noticed you, you put an extra emphasis, almost an energy into like your decisions or like, I remember you were talking about maybe orange for your logo. And then it was like, you know, you were very firm that it was the purple. So mm -hmm. like you had said in the past, you didn't really let people know. Well, I've noticed that you're letting people know with even this extra, I don't know if it's a force or a push of energy, power, really, you know, <laughs> power versus force. Like, yeah, emphasis to get it across, like this is it and this is what I like and this is what I'm doing without being obnoxious about it. I just know that there's this little extra oomph that um, a lot of times women don't bother to do. Does that make sense? It does, Linda. As you were saying that, right away I was taken back to being a child mm -hmm. and, having, and having the women in my life second guess my intuition. Ah. And, and because they second guessed it, so did I. Sure. And yeah. so and I've always had that intuitive superpower and I see it in my son. My son was seven years old and he was trying to tell us something intuitively about an upcoming storm. And we didn't want to, no, you're too young. We dismissed him. Ooh. That storm came and boy, did we all get hurt. Actually, we were on a beach and out of nowhere came this really nasty storm with hail. And we all went running and we all got pelted with the hail. It was actually some, many of us fell as we were running up steps. It was very chaotic. Right. Um, so just a little snippet there. Um, yeah. But after that, I started to recognize, hey, wait a minute. What is it about the younger children that we dismiss their intuition? Right. Or at least I did. And so, yes, Linda, what you're talking about um, just brings me back to being that little girl and having others question my intuition. Wow. Now I'm at a point in my life where I trust myself and my yep. intuition. And I think that's what you hear from me now. I love it. Thank mm -hmm. you so much, Jennifer. Mm, you're welcome. <laughs>